This is News Talk. The Irish Times front page looks at direct provision. I suppose not a surprise. Obviously, with all these plans for ending direct provision. But when you see the accommodation crisis, it's not a shock when you read on the front of the Irish Times that the pledge to end direct provision is likely to be shelved. A government commitment to ending direct provision by 2024. It was always ambitious, I suppose. Anyway, it looks set to be shelved because of the continuing accommodation pressures exacerbated by the war in Ukraine. Catherine Day, who was on the Pat Kenny show here on News Talk last week, she's the head of the expert advice group uh, set up to report to the government on scrapping direct provision. Catherine Day has said she believes it would no longer be possible to meet the timelines set out by the coalition. She's done a big interview with the Irish Times and essentially uh, it doesn't look like we're going to have the ending of direct provision system in Ireland over the next year or so. Other big story in the front of the Irish Times, Ireland builds too many large houses says construction industry. Home sizes need to be cut by 28% and the construction of detached houses should be discouraged. That's if the state is to have any chance of meeting its climate goals. This is according to the Irish Green Building Council. Terraced houses are neck and neck with apartments when it comes to the most carbon efficient homes while detached houses are the least efficient even when they have been built uh, to the top energy rating standards according to the Chief Executive of the Green Building Council, Pat Barry. So the houses too big in Ireland, not very energy efficient. I have to say, we were in Donegal last week and driving up and down to Donegal. Once you get outside sort of Dublin or maybe more busy areas of Kildare, the size of the houses in the countryside, I'm thinking particularly of places like Cavan, they're just, they're absolute mansions. Gorgeous houses, by the way, but they're certainly huge uh, and they're certainly detached as well. The Irish Daily Mail staying with housing developers to get tax breaks. Big headline there. Incoming Taoiseach Leo Vradker wants to drive a raft of initiatives in housing, including tax breaks for builders, incentives for smaller landlords and getting Pascal Donoghue to loosen the purse strings. So Leo Vradker sat down with John Lee uh, of the Irish Daily Mail. We saw his big interview yesterday in the Mail on Sunday talking about Armin Gardi and things like that. Probably his last big interview before he becomes Taoiseach and Leo Vradker said he wants to accelerate implementation of the government's housing for all plan and one of those things is to bring in tax breaks to make it viable for developers to keep building in the face of rising costs. This morning's News Talk Breakfast is going to have a big debate on tax breaks for developers. Always an issue that uh, divides people. So we'll hear more about this morning uh, and more about that this morning on News Talk Breakfast. Staying with Leo Radker, as we say, one of the things he suggested in the interview was <clears throat> arming Gardaí, or certainly saying he's open to it, you know, if the Garda Commissioner said to him, rank and file Gardaí should be armed, Leo Radker was open to it. Well, in the Examiner, we have Fianna Fáil and the Green Party ruling out arming Gardaí after Leo Radker said he would back an armed force if Drew Harris requested it. The comments made by Leo Radker have drawn opposition from his fellow government leaders, coalition TDs and Garda representative associations, all who've made it clear that there's no appetite for such a move. And you'd have to say, looking at social media yesterday, I'm sure some people said this is great and a great idea. A lot of others, certainly from what I saw on Twitter, were vehemently opposed to the idea of 
arming every Garda uh, in the country. So more about that in the examiner. Also on the front of the examiner, of course, we had the big memorial for Vicky Phelan yesterday. And we heard, uh, and it's on the front of the examiner, that Vicky Phelan donated €30,000 to a cancer support group in Mooncoin in Kilkenny to provide support to locals during their darkest times. Details of the donation emerged after a celebration in her honour heard her described as the best president Ireland never had. Which I think is a lovely way of describing Vicky Phelan. So she gave 30 grand to help set up the uh, cancer support charity in her local area there, or, or her hometown of Moon Coin. Irish Independent, it hasn't gone away, you know, the gender pay gap. Uh, men at Irish headquartered companies operating in the UK, shockingly, uh, and in a surprise to no one, are earning significantly more than their female colleagues. This is as an, an analysis carried out by the Irish Independent, and it looks at uh, companies based in the UK, but are headquartered in Ireland, and it gives an insight ahead of Ireland's first gender pay gap reporting season, when firms will have to disclose any differences in pay. Um, and Ryanair had the largest pay gap of the Irish firms studied, with men making on average just over 45% per hour more than women last year. Citigroup, which is Bank of Ireland's UK arm, and PwC had gender pay gaps in excess of 30%. If you're really interested in that topic, there's a great graph inside the Irish Independent uh, growing through what the pay gaps are at some of the big companies that we know. Now, <clears throat> Irish Daily Star and Irish Daily Mirror go with Mary Lou MacDonald and allegations of uh, the Hutch family giving them money and votes and all this stuff is absolutely untrue. So the Irish Daily Star, Mary Lou, there was no monkey business and the Irish Daily Mirror, I didn't use the Hutch family for votes or money. Sinn Féin President Mary Lou MacDonald rejecting allegations that she used the Hutch family for money and votes. The claims were made by former Sinn Féin councillor Jonathan Dowdall as he was secretly recorded speaking to Jerry the Monk Hutch. Mary Lou MacDonald saying yesterday in an interview with the BBC that this is absolutely not true. On to lighter matters. I'm a celeb, now get me out of politics. Matt Hancock. Apparently secret talks have been held to get Matt Hancock out of politics and into show business. The MP's lover has been in touch with a top publicist to map out his future. Future. So I think the idea was that while he was in the jungle, others were going, he doesn't really have a career left in politics, so let's get him into show business instead. If you were to ask a lot of people when he first went into I'm a Celebrity, uh, would Matt Hancock have come third? They probably would have laughed you out of the place, but he's had a bit of a rehabilitation in the jungle, and he came third. He didn't win. Jill Scott won. Sorry to ruin that for you, but it was on last night, so if you're a fan, you probably saw it. Uh, so Matt Hancock came third. But then, you know, you have things like people voting for Donald Trump and Brexit and all that stuff, so you shouldn't be surprised by voting. And apparently the reason why Matt Hancock did so well in the jungle is all down to TikTok, because uh, his PR team were very busy doing videos of him on TikTok, so he courted younger voters, I'm a celebrity voters, uh, who may not have had negative views of him, probably didn't even know who he was, and then liked him in the jungle. Great story in the Irish Independent, a whirlwind of a weekend for a Monaghan footballer. This is Katrina McConnell, who helped her team get to the All-Ireland Senior Club Championship final after touching down at the semi-final in a helicopter, 
That's dramatic enough. But then it turns out the reason she got the helicopter is because she just got married a couple of hours beforehand, hopped in the chopper and went to the game. She said, it's only my luck that the match would land on the same weekend as her wedding. And she finally got a chance to let her hair down at her wedding reception in Cavan last night. She never imagined, obviously you plan your wedding for a long time, never imagined the wedding and the match would be on the same day. But the 32-year-old made history arriving at her home ground via helicopter and she was instrumental in securing a final spot for Dunamoyne at Croke Park yesterday after they beat Kilmacud Croke's great story there and she spoke to the Irish Independent as if she wasn't busy enough getting married and playing matches she also did an interview with the Indo from her wedding reception as well two final stories for you one from the Telegraph Board Bia will be happy with this story eating potatoes can help people lose weight scientists say they're packed with important Important nutrients and they can be a part of a healthy diet. Anyone who's on a diet doesn't really bother with potatoes or tries to limit them because they think they're bad for you but scientists say they're actually really really good for you um, because you feel fuller for longer and uh, the potatoes help fill a plate with food that may otherwise be higher in calories. The problem is if you're like me you love lashing on the butter and salt on the potatoes and finally in the mirror Barbie is back in fashion. Barbie is going to top the Christmas toy charts this year. The classic doll is expected to be on more lists for Santa than its main rivals including Lego and Nintendo Switch. The Barbie buzz is growing ahead of the release of a movie about Barbie starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling there. So apparently it's back to uh, the future as it were and lots of people enjoyed Barbie when they were younger. Now it's back in fashion. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.